Hey guys, and welcome back to the Kobe Summit Audio Experience. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about 10 really important habits for you as you become a leader. If you're already a leader, these are great reminders. If you're somebody who's aspiring to be a leader or a manager or somebody who is looking after and helping a team, we're going to go through these 10 habits. I want you to get your pen and paper handy. So while you do, get ready for this. It's challenging right now, uh, depending on where you are in the world, right here where we are in Australia, uh, we've got a whole bunch of our major cities in lockdown, uh, the Delta virus, uh, the Delta strain of the coronavirus is uh, kind of out of hand and, um, and our governments are doing everything that they can to kind of keep us safe and happy and healthy. Um, however, people are getting fatigue and so this little 10 tips and tricks that I've got for you guys, 10 reminders for you in terms of what you can be doing to keep helping yourself move along the way. Um, we thought we'd map out 10 healthy habits. So I'm gonna be quick, I'm gonna smash these out for you. They're 10 healthy habits for you as a business leader, as somebody who is leading a team so that you can you know, accelerate yourself forward and you can keep being productive and progressive in these tough times. You know, 2021 um, hasn't started easy. I think this is the new normal. Uh, that it is a challenge and, and, and we're not going back to kind of 100% freedom. Uh, it's going to carry on for a couple more years in my view. So I thought we could have these 10 healthy habits that are going to really help you be successful. They're going to help you to continue to progress and they're going to help you to really move forward. Now, what I've found in my career is that I've kind of overestimated what I can do in a year, but I've underestimated what I can do over a 10-year period. So it's these habits that you can implement on a daily basis that are going to really help you move forward. So let's get started. I hope you've got a pen and paper handy. If you don't, you can keep listening to this podcast over and over again because they're really great reminders. And these are the things that I do. So the first thing that I do is I wake up early and at a consistent time every day. So typically for me, uh, I don't set an alarm. I basically... Um, I typically wake up somewhere between 5 a.m. and somewhere between 5 and 5.30 a.m. every morning. Um, and, you know, this morning I set an alarm for 6.30, um, hoping to get the family up and at them at 6.30, but I was well and truly awake by 5 o'clock. So waking up at a consistent time. Now, if you find that as a challenge, the, the way that you can start is to go to bed at a consistent time. Tonight is a night to go to bed 45 minutes or an hour earlier than you usually do and take that opportunity to really get a good night's sleep. And if you can get into the rhythm of going to bed at exactly the same time, so in bed, head on the pillow, same time every night, you will find over time that you won't need an alarm clock anymore and that your body will start waking up when it's rested. You've got to set yourself up for eight hours sleep. So work backwards. So for me, being in bed with my head on the pillow before 9 p.m. is super important. So I do that and it means that I wake up consistently at the same time, refreshed. I've had my eight hours sleep. Sleep's really important for all of the biological activities that are happening in your body um, and they, they set you up for a great day. Okay, number two, when you wake up, put your feet on the ground, hop up and make your bed. There is nothing better than getting into bed at night into a made bed that's tidy and seeing that bed that's made, you know, sweep out, you know, use your hands to sweep out the, the wrinkles on, on the covers of the bed. Um, you know, maybe watch some YouTube videos about how to make a really nice bed. 
if you, if you kind of don't do that, but making your bed every morning as soon as you get up and get into your morning routine means that you've got that bed to come back to at night. If you've had a shitty day, if something's gone wrong, um, you know, if you're absolutely exhausted, you can get into a nice bed each evening. Now, it is super important, you know, from a hygiene perspective to make sure you've got clean sheets and your clean bedding and all that kind of stuff, particularly now with, you know, colds and flu and the coronavirus getting around. Um, bedding hygiene is super important. So if somebody has been sick in your household, make sure that bedding is being washed regularly. And if somebody is sick with the flu or coronavirus or something like that, it's kind of like change that bedding daily. So, you know, it's super important. In our house, all of the bedding on all of the beds gets changed and washed at least once a week. So that is super important. Super important is, is making your bed every morning. Okay, number three. Have a think about last week. It's audit last week. Thinking about the last seven days, auditing last week, what now, now when you're looking back, what was waste? So tip number three is don't spend time on wasteful activities. I want you to think back and say, okay, what did I waste time on? And the only way you can do that is audit last week. So open up your calendar on your laptop or your notebook or your phone or your diary. Look back at last week and go, okay, now in thinking back as how I spent my time, there are 72 20-minute segments in a day. So you spent 72 20-minute segments yesterday, someone eating, someone sleeping, someone recreational activities, someone scrolling social media, someone studies, someone works, someone earning money, someone helping people. So start trying to think about, okay, what are wasteful activities? What are not wasteful activities? I'll tell you something I did yesterday. Yesterday, I moved the Facebook app on my phone into a folder of social media um, um, apps, because what I was finding is that I was just react randomly, you know, unconsciously clicking the Facebook app and then randomly scrolling through different posts and finding myself caught up in all the negativity in the news feeds because we've got lockdowns and we've got coronavirus and we've got people talking about vaccinations and people talking about not vaccinations and people talking about all these random topics. It was like, I don't need that in my head. They're not ingredients that I need to help me achieve my goals. They're not ingredients I need in my help to head not ingredients I need in my head to help you guys. So yesterday, I, I kind of found, all right, this, is, this has got to change. Something's got to change. There will be zero negative outcome from me doing that. If I need Facebook for work purposes, I can still go and open that app and I can do what I need to do and then I can close it. But just randomly scrolling through social media, even I fall into those traps from time to time. So tip number three, don't spend time on wasteful activities. Okay, tip number four, and this is super important. We talk about, uh, it's associating with like-minded people and like-minded individuals. Now, I've seen heaps of you know, other people that kind of post this kind of content saying you need to delete people from your life. Look, you know, that's quite, a, and a, you know, quite a, a radical way of looking at this. But what I have found is that when I, spend, when I make the effort to go and spend time with people who I want to be like or people who... who who are doing things that I want to be able to do, I find that I end up doing those things. So, where, you know, it's, it's about, you know, succeeding and having, you know, financial freedom and being able to do great activities and, and you know, the different dreams and goals that I've got in life. I've kind of made the effort to sort of seek out those people and reach out to those people. Now, what invariably happens is the people that are creating negativity or holding you back in your life, there is less time available for them because you're making time to go and see people and reach out to people and spend time with people. So writing a list of the types of people that could potentially help you um, or you could just be around that are doing the kinds of things that you wanna be doing, 
you know, start looking around you and start saying, okay, well, where can I go? Where are they hanging out? Where can I go and hang out and so that I can spend time with them? Or, you know, maybe they are groups on Facebook. Maybe they are, you know, groups of people doing things. Maybe there's online communities of people. Maybe there's learning communities of people. Um, I'm seeing an explosion of groups on Facebook of people. And so spending time in Facebook groups of like-minded individuals doing the things that you want to be doing uh, is a good thing. Okay, tip number five. We're halfway there. Have a mentor. Now, whether that mentor is an online mentor, somebody you specifically focus on on social media, or whether that's a real-time mentor, having, having somebody who can be like your success accountant, somebody who can look at you and coach you and guide you. We've just had the Olympics. You know, that it's been absolutely amazing to watch. Every single one of those athletes has one or two or three or four high-performance coaches. So, so if you want to be a high-performance individual, you must be because you're listening to this podcast, getting somebody. Now, whether that's me, whether it's me that's helping you do that, you can always reach out to me and send me a direct message on LinkedIn. You can always reach out to me and send me a direct message on Instagram. Um, I will respond to you. Don't try and message me and sell me something. If you want help, if you want some mentoring, I can ask you some probing questions that can shift you along and clear bottlenecks. That's what I do. It's, I love doing it. So finding a mentor, telling that mentor what your goals are. And if that mentor, it, ideally a mentor who somebody is somebody who has achieved a goal that you want to achieve because they can talk you through how they did it. They can help you with the stumbling blocks. They can help you with the down days. They can help you achieve the success that you want to achieve. So ideally, a mentor is somebody who has actually achieved the goal you want to achieve. Okay, number six, you have to be dedicated to lifelong learning. Something that I see as a silver lining to the cloud of lockdown is the fact that I can get through twice as many books because we're locked down, you know, I love reading and I love learning and, and, and that is something that is really accelerating my success. So I am dedicated to lifelong learning. It's not you kind of go and do your tertiary study or your college degree or those kinds of things. It's about you picking up a business book, having a look at that business book or success book or a, or a self-help book that's going to help clear blockages. Even if that book isn't relevant right now, it will be in the future. It gives you an armory of tools, a huge workshop full of tools that you can use to solve problems in the future and is definitely helping me along my journey. Okay, tip number seven, you've got to take breaks from work. Now, this is about thinking about your day. You've obviously got to do a workout. You've got to go for a walk. Idle thinking time with no technology where you're out in the environment, and, and I know a lot of people might call this mindfulness, it's often, for me, the most creative time that I have. So it's something I want you to think about is taking breaks from work. What does that look like? How long is it for? And sometimes those breaks from work can be as much time as actually doing work because don't forget the reason why we're working is because we might want to achieve something else in life. You know, we might be working to earn money to have freedom. And so start thinking about actually, can you have some of that freedom now? Okay, number eight, super important, multiple sources of income. When I have found myself in times of, struggling you know financially it's because i've been reliant on one or two or three sources of income but with starting to build multiple sources of income means that when one income source is is struggling and maybe a little bit handicapped then you've got other sources of income and so ideally you know when you're maybe in your 40s and 50s you want to start to have something like 10 at least a minimum of 10 different sources of income thing you know assets that are investments that are increasing in capital value cash flow, 
you know, assets and, and investments that are generating cash flow. Your job is generating cash flow and maybe some, um, you know, things like property that's rented out that is, that is generating cash flow or shares that are generating dividends um, or side hustles that are giving you a bit of extra cash flow so that you can move between those sources of income and you're not just reliant on one. Because when you are reliant on one, and when I've been reliant on one, I go into panic mode. And you don't want to be operating in panic mode. You want to be happy and healthy. And so having multiple sources of income is super important. Okay, number nine, get organized. Now, I'm not a very organized person. So what I've done to help myself be organized is keep my life simple. When I've got lots of things on the go, I get really disorganized. So I just try to write myself a list. You, you might have seen in my YouTube videos, I have this book that I carry around. It's just a notebook. It's just got lines on the page. It's lovely paper. It's got a lovely cover on it. I've got a nice pen that I like writing with and I write lists. That's how I stay organized. And then I keep everything simple. I do 99% of my work with my iPhone. This podcast right now, because we're in lockdown and I can't access my studio, is being recorded on my iPhone. And then I'm going to message that across to Luke. He's going to edit it and post it. And that's how you're listening to it. So I'm doing, I'm keeping my life simple. And by keeping it simple means it's easy for me to keep organized. Not too much stuff around me. Okay, number 10. And this is a tricky one. This is about adaption and innovation. When you start to see that doesn't matter how hard you try, things aren't working. We've got a term we say at best practice, it's called fail fast. We remind ourselves what our goal is and we keep our goal. We're not saying we're not, we're not gonna give up on our goal, but we might find that a way that we're trying to achieve our goal is not working and we need to adapt and innovate. And that is something that we're looking at all the time at best practice, it's about continual improvement continual improvement and continual progress towards your goal. Okay, that's it. That's everything. That's 10. Let me go over them for you again. We'll start at the beginning. Wake up at a consistent time every morning. Make your bed. Don't spend time on wasteful activities. So audit your week and see if you can each week get better and better at realizing that actually, hang on a minute, this isn't a good use of my time. So think about things that are a good use of your time and think about things that are a poor use of your time and try to do more things that are a good use of your time and less things that are a waste of your time. Okay, associate with like-minded individuals, super important. Mentor, number five, getting a mentor and having somebody, if there is a goal you have in life, that is a big challenge, find somebody who has achieved that goal and follow them really closely and that you are more likely to succeed. So go find someone who has achieved the goal, not someone who has got advice, not someone who's got things to say, Find someone who has achieved that goal. Be dedicated to lifelong learning is number six. Make sure you're taking breaks from work is number seven. Think about your multiple sources of income and start building that over the next 10, 15, 20 years. You want to be starting to build up multi work on and build up multiple sources of income. Number nine, get yourself organized. And for me, that's about simplification. Keep life super simple. If you've got lots of things going on, back it off. If you've got lots of activities you need to do, what can go? So you keep life simple. You can stay organized and stay focused on your goals. And number 10 is innovate and adapt. Okay, that's a wrap for this podcast. I just wanted to be quick. I hope you've really enjoyed it. It's been good for me. Um, I've had a great time over the last couple of months traveling. Uh, we're still on the road. So I'm trying to get content and, and posts for you guys out and about. So I've really enjoyed it. If there's a particular topic you want me to be talking about on the Kobe Simmon audio experience, please jump over and follow me on Instagram. So go to Kobe Simmat on Instagram, send me a direct message, and I'm more than happy to always answer your questions. So if you don't hear me on the Kobe Simmat audio experience, you'll definitely see me next time right there on Best Practice TV on YouTube. Bye for now.